0: Stadia Podcast, episode number 64. You're joining myself, Chris, one of your hosts, alongside the man of many pixels. Joining me once again this week, Mr. Ritchie, how are we doing?
1: Well, actually, DPD are actually too good at their jobs, because I was meant to get my um, Stadia Premier Edition as part of my um, Cyberpunk pre-order on Tuesday, so I was getting it delivered to work. I've had two notifications today that they failed to deliver it, because my works is shut down on the weekend.
0: <laughs> so they're so fast... Yeah. They've actually caused you problems yeah. now.
1: Well, not really. I'll just call get It'll get
0: delivered tomorrow. But... What a problem to have though. Premier yeah. Editions out of the eyeballs. <laughs> and exactly. um before we start on the show, let's introduce our very special guest. So following on from uh Rock last week, we've got another slot open because of course uh Mr. Tom is in the middle of his house move. The techie teacher will return fear not but in instead we've obviously reached out to the wonderful people in the stadia community and uh what better person to join us this week than the recently smashed past the 10k subscriber count uh sunny cloud gaming all the way from the united states it is united states isn't it? as soon as i say that, I'm yes. like, is it yes united states yeah. itself we've got sunny joining us this week for episode 64 of the sounds of stadia podcast how are you doing my friend
2: I am doing good. I have not slept a whole lot. I have been burning the midnight oil, working really, really hard, trying to definitely uh, get the platform, like just showcasing it as much as I can. So I have been at it pretty, pretty hard, but I am very happy to be here with you, fine gentlemen. I have been looking forward to this. I wasn't going to miss this. I don't care how much sleep I did or didn't get. I was going to be here with you guys. You guys are awesome. So I really appreciate it. Out of my heart, thank you guys for having me here and uh, letting me chat it up with you guys.
0: Oh no, honour honor is all ours, my friend. And uh, Yes, big thank you for joining us and taking some time out of your sleep schedule to uh, to stop by. Uh, <laughs> but true. I think one thing we all certainly have in common as gamers is a bad sleep pattern, correct? Oh yeah. Um, but, yeah. I don't think you <laughs> could class yourself as a gamer if you've not burned the midnight oil well into the early hours playing whatever game. Just one more game, right? It's always just one more game. One yeah. more mission, one exactly. more side quest. And then the sun comes up. (laughs) And uh
1: my problem is I usually look at the times like it's about ten o'clock, I'll go for like another hour, then I'll get a shower and go to bed and then I'll look at the clock again and it's like three in
0: the morning, it's like fuck. That is what happens. That is certainly what happens. It, time flies when you're having fun, as the do yeah. say. And speaking of having fun, as I mentioned, you are joining us uh, alongside our esteemed guest and Richie for the Sounds of City podcast, episode number 64. If you are new to the show or new to the channel, give us a like and a subscribe down below. We massively appreciate it. And hopefully, one day we'll grow to the amazing size that Sonny has accomplished uh, all on his own as well. So It'll happen. It will happen one day. It will, if, happen. If, if all else, we'll just wait everyone else. Not until we're the last ones left, that's it. It'll just be us in Stadia, that's it. Um, But yes, you are here for episode 64 of the podcast. Uh, This is your weekly gaming roundup of all Stadia news, uh, broken down topic by topic for about an hour or so we usually go, and uh, what an amazing week in Stadia it has been. Um, We've got some great news lined up for you all uh, in this little digital package of a podcast that we do bring you. Of course, we've got the amazing, amazing, amazing success of Cyberpunk. Um, 8 million copies sold across many, many platforms, but which is the best platform? We'll certainly be talking about that. Uh, We've also got some cheeky THQ stealth drops this week of some long-awaited games. Um, Probably not the best time to come out, but we'll be certainly talking about that. Um, And we've got some wonderful new countries joining the Stadia community, so if you are new to the podcast, you're new to Stadia, welcome, welcome, most certainly welcome. Uh, It's one of the, if not the best community. Um, Actually, straight away, yeah, go over to you. Yeah. Just how amazing the Stadia players, how how uh, respectful of each other they are, how they engage in conversation so well, and yeah. and you'll know all well from your many many live streams just how how great they get along and just respect each other as gamers and human beings really. I've
2: I've been a part of other communities before, and I have never seen a community quite like this where they will kind of so they, they'll kind of galvanize around like the creators they'll they'll support them more than anywhere else in terms of like stadia itself is still just growing. It's still, it's not as big as it's going like, not that as big as it is everywhere else, like Xbox, PlayStation, Nintendo, but they, the community, the people who watch us, who, who will support us, who all this stuff, they, they, they'll do the little things they'll, you know, they'll comment, they'll like they'll support. Um, and it's, I've never seen anything like this. This is crazy. It's why, I am staying up in the middle of the night making videos, making content. this this is this community is just insane. they're so supportive and I am so blessed to be part of it. and it really is something to see. there's there's we're still growing. We're not huge yet, but just the little base of people that we have here uh, and now it's growing pretty big, especially this month. it's they just they support so much. so it really is something really amazing to see and you're just you don't see it anywhere else.
0: Yeah, it's we we've been absolutely humbled just by the yeah. support we've had over the last year, and we've always said all along as Stadia grows, and I think all of us who were early adopters day one realized that the tech worked, so it was always going to just be yeah. about the marketing and the games. Once the games were coming, yeah. and we'll see it with our big new star of the week, but the the proof is in the pudding. It really, really is that once people get it in their hands and they get a taste of what's possible. They get it. The penny drops and they understand yep. and they go, right, this is what everyone's been talking about. It's not a confusing Netflix model. It's not I don't have to subscribe right. to twenty different subscription models. It, it genuinely is. Just buy the games you want. If you have good internet, enjoy them. Without dropping four hundred, five hundred pound dollars on a new console. And we've been we've been championing that for months upon months now. And uh, yeah, it's exactly. starting to turn a corner. The winds of change are upon Harding. us. Yes, um, yep. definitely. <laughs> But uh, in reference to uh, great content that you obviously make, Sonny, and the amazing content creators we have out there representing stadium on, on a day-to-day, on a week-to-week basis, a uh, big shout-out to the Cloud Gaming Awards, which took place this last week uh, over on Ch- uh, Cloud with a Chance of Games. Duncan and the team pulled together an amazing uh, award show, amazing night of celebrations with many, many deserved awards going out there. So a massive round of applause uh, to everybody uh, who won big, and we certainly are looking forward to next year as well. Um, personally we, we held a little watch along for the community as well so not only do we have our Cloud Gaming Awards we had one of arguably the biggest events of the gaming industry this past year. Uh, myself uh, Richie and some other lovely members of the Stadia community we had Chase, we had Eddie uh, who we obviously are familiar with as well Sonny and we had Dan and we had yeah. Avery from Stadia Source. Big massive voices, we all tuned in very, very late for us. Talk about yes. burning the midnight oil sunny. We stayed up well past midnight yeah. Yeah. um to, to watch along with the community and it was amazing. We saw some new games. We saw some stadium games announced more importantly throughout it, which I don't think anyone was probably expecting. Um and yeah, we just had a good three or so hours having a chat, drinking, talking, um, and enjoying the celebration of games, which is a kinda of, it always happens yep. at this time of year. Whether whether you're a young child and yeah. you're waiting for your parents to treat you to a new game, or you're an adult and you just have far too much money to make sense, so you treat yourself <laughs> to new games. Uh, you usually get a bit little bit of time off work with family, friends and such, and it's, uh, it's a great time all around. Great time to be a gamer. What a world we live in. And uh, off the back of that, we also uh, dropped our latest episode of our Guilt playthrough. So me and Richie are currently playing through Guilt Sunny. It was one of our first ever games we intended to do a playthrough of. And then yeah. with the way the world is in 2020... Yeah. We, we obviously never got around to it in the time frame we oh, we'd no. have preferred to. Um, but while we've got you here, it's, did you did good, you get a chance? It's a,
2: it's a good game. I'm glad that you guys are playing it. By the way, it's it's a good, it's a great game. I I beat it right when it came out. So and I reviewed it back then. It's a great game. So good to see you guys giving Finally. some love to these games that are a year old that a lot of people aren't taking a look at. So I'm actually glad you guys are highlighting that. That's awesome.
0: Yeah, it really yeah. is. And it's, tequila it's a game in that, a great job.
1: Yeah, it's a game that we'd always like. Emacs we want to do it's like content around this game. Yeah, so I held off for a long time, just until we could get to a position where we could actually sit down and play it together.
0: Yeah, no, I think it's
2: awesome. You guys are covering yeah. it right now. That's awesome. Uh,
0: it's still a stadium exclusive, which is weird. I always thought once we encroached on like that kind of first year of Stadia, That's it true. would go multi-platform, but clearly there's some kind of really good agreement between Google and uh, the yeah. works behind the yeah. scenes, but yeah, we're, we're loving it so far, we've got a few more episodes, it's not the longest of games, uh, the most time consuming yeah. but uh, obviously it is dropping uh, we are playing it, of course, at the time of year when <laughs> there's so many other titles to play <laughs> um, which of course is just, just typical, typical of how we do things over here as well, yeah. Uh, but yeah, you can go check that out on our channel as well, which is uh, thoroughly enjoyable and spooky at the same time, so big shout out to Guilt and check that out if you haven't already done so um but um without actually to be fair before we move on to the next story I just do want to do another special special shout out because uh much like us uh Sonny you probably use StadiaSource.com as your kind yes. of go-to place for most breaking stadion news stories they do a wonderful job over there and I think they definitely keep us two in the loop uh with just basically all those intricate details you wouldn't see on major I'm not getting stadium news from IGN uh, Kotaku yeah. gave <laughs> no. they're, they're not giving us the detail we want no. to know as big Stadia fans uh, yet. Anyway, but this week may change that. Um, but they're just sh- starting. Mm, yeah, they're yeah. just just now realizing it, it, that it's a thing. Yeah. Um, But more importantly, I wanted to give a big shout out to one of our patrons, who's actually just joined the Stadia Source team as one of the um, content editors, and he's already put out two Mm. articles over on their site. So our friend Luke, um, go check his articles out on Stadia Source. He's wrote two long-form pieces, one covering uh, Celeste and how it impacts their mental well-being and how gaming can help uh, overcome certain things like anxiety and such, especially in such a difficult year we're having. It's a great read, great uh, insightful uh, look at that game. And the impact it has, and then secondly, up he's had a look at cyberpunk and how it's really, really helping change the change the corner, turn the corner as such on Stadia and the impact and how it's performing better than the the old school consoles we've got, and uh, how that's actually shining a new, fresh light on Stadia. Um, which we're most certainly going to talk about. So yeah, a little bit different style of writing year than you're probably used to checking on Stadium Ask which is your news. Uh, but it's great to see that they're expanding and they have huge plans for 2021 as well. Like like I think everyone does. Everyone wants next year to be better than this shitty year. So <laughs> 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 shout, out, shout out to those guys as well. Um, you love to see it. You love to see everyone expand and improve as well. Um, but that's it for our housekeeping this week um praise where it's required um but what i'd like to do is within tom's absence as per usual we'd love to throw it over to our guests to introduce us to the the uh
2: super sexy special stadia story segment aka the news is that right
0: aka the right. news it. you are certainly okay. right spot yeah. on <laughs> you love them. you love to hear it we love to throw it out to our guests just to get their different twist yeah. on it we can't let tom have all the fun Um, With that uh, tongue twister of a title But yes gentlemen, here we are We are here to obviously talk about all the Stadia weekly news Wrapped up for our listeners and viewers' delight And what a star we've got to kick things off with this week None other than the launch of Cyberpunk 2077 from CD Projekt Red Uh, Obviously launch across many, many platforms But for the most part, it's getting the most praise On a little known platform that we like to call Google Stadia and yep. I just wanted to start off this little segment this week by pulling out a few few extracts from some articles I've been reading this past few days. And uh, like you alluded to there, Sonny, the big guys, the big journalistic game sites are now picking up on Stadia stories. And it's great to see whether they are super sexy ones or just regular boring day-to-day stories. They are picking <laughs> up on it. And just a few extracts. So we've got The Verge, article and I just want to quote, It may be hard to believe, but the Google Stadia version of Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven may be the best way to play for most players right now. Music to my ears.
1: I'm not a fan of it may be hard to believe. Like, yeah. it's like <laughs> they it's clearly written by someone who's once written off stadia and went, Oh actually I'm surprised by this.
0: It's called by anyone who's
1: played Stadia over the last year is like, yeah, that's yeah, uh, yeah.
0: I knew this we we know this.
2: Yeah, we know this. Um I'll follow I, that. I, Sorry, go yeah, ahead. I in, yeah, I I've I've it's funny because um I saw that these were on the show now. I I've read all these articles, I've covered them, I think, throughout the week. I even showcased them, and it's funny because even though they wrote these articles and they said what they they were mostly glowing, there was still every once in a while, there's still like a little backhand, like they they don't want to yeah. embrace it fully, right? They want to go. You know, but you, you might just uh, have a little bit of latency there or something, and it's, like, not fully, like, embracing it, but either way, it's like they're cringing a little bit while trying to give praise. But so it was interesting to see uh, – oh, sorry, go ahead.
1: I just, I'm just hoping that it's a case of they've – because they being pretty negative, or completely apathetic to stage yeah, over the last year. A lot of people are like slowly backtracking from the position rather than just flipping the yeah. – putting things on the head. Just Let's just take a few steps back and, like – not just go, oh, actually, Stadia's pretty good now. Yeah. It all in one go. Just, just
0: in case this no. does start to take yeah. off a little bit, we don't <laughs> want to be news. the site who's been yeah. negative constantly for it. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's a few things yeah. I've read where they say about oh, big-hitting titles, and I'm thinking, do they not know we've been playing Valhalla and Watch Dogs and a bunch of other titles? It's almost as though the Cyberpunk, the, the CD Roger, uh, project Red flag, the bright yellow flag that they've been waving around... <laughs> This is all of a sudden drew their attention to it. And uh, yeah, and another extract from TechRadar, so another reputable website. Um, and I quote again, however, with Cyberpunk 2077, it feels like Google Stadia has begun its renaissance, now matching computers and physical consoles. Again, another, <laughs> another, that, yeah. another great shout out, but we we all know, and our listeners all know, that this has yeah. been the case for over a year now.
1: Well, yeah, it's it's been matching um, the consoles, especially since day one. You can It's hard to compare against PC because PC is always going to be superior if you have the right hardware. But it's very much that caveat. Yeah.
2: But even then, that's hard. You know, even then, it's hard yeah. to get that that good stuff. I, honestly, uh, I've I've been loving the fact that they've been praising Stadia, and I'm glad people are starting to see. You're seeing it in the numbers everywhere. We're talking about the red; it's just blowing up. I mean, it's just the community is growing so much. Uh, and people are very interested and they're running to, to to the to Stadia and even other, you know, platforms as well that are cloud gaming. And it's good to see. And it's just it's you can tell that Stadia put all their chips in here and, and they did a good job. The game is running really well. I mean, think about it, guys, just this time about what, maybe eight months ago or not even that long ago. We didn't even think we were going to get this day and date. Mm-hmm. Right. We were, yeah. we were really worried about that, and Stadia has just done an awesome job, and I'm really glad they're starting to see that. Even if these articles are not given the full 100%, it's really good to see, starting to see the shift, and uh, it's, it's big.
1: You know what, I'm glad you brought up the day-and-date thing, because I actually yeah. completely forgot about it. It just goes to show you, we were expecting to get this at one point late, and not only did we get it the same time, it's objectively better on the Stadia.
0: Yeah.
2: It's... Yeah. I I was I was at the time I was I always knew that this game was going to be huge for Stadia. I knew that this would be a game because of the culture that surrounded this game. It's become like a weird like it's not even it's beyond gaming. Like it's just been it's gone beyond that news. So I knew that it was always going to have a lot of attention. So many many months ago when I was making videos, I was just like, well, this game's going to be the biggest, and people were like, nah, not really, because people are going to be able to play it everywhere else. And I'm just like. This way, this is going to be the biggest game for Stadia, and so it not being day and date, I remember it being a big deal to me. And so for it to now not only be day and date, but to even be pretty much better than every single um, for all the consoles, because even the next gen consoles are playing the old versions and they're not even looking yeah. as good as the Stadia version. So this has been this has gone even past my what I was thinking was going to happen because I knew this was going to be big. I knew this game was going to have a lot of new people. Bringing in a lot more new people onto the platform, but this has even surpassed what I thought was going to happen, so it has just been mind blowing.
1: Yeah, I think if you probably go back many, many episodes ago, I've, I've probably said something like, What well, my expectation, my hope for Cyberpunk and Stadia would be day in date with um over consoles and as good yeah. as like PS4 Pro. I yeah. think that was where the peak of my expectation yeah. and it surpassed it.
0: So, well done, CD yep. Projekt Red, well done, Google Stadia indeed, I think it goes a long way to just highlight the iterative nature of Stadia and you you alluded to it there Sonny, but these are the last gen versions they are, essentially they've been working on them for over half a decade now on the old tech, so yes we are on the cusp Oh we on the cusp, we've, we've tipped over the edge now, we have Xbox Series X out in the wild. We have PlayStation 5s out in the wild, albeit they're hard to find for a lot of people. Um, but exactly. in regards to the technology, this game it wasn't developed this last year with those in mind. It was built on PlayStation 4 and Xbox One, um, which then the great thing with Stadia is, yes, it's on the, the further end of the spectrum with the next-gen consoles... But it's iterative, so next year when the higher specs do drop, our PC gets an upgrade. We 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 all know that the Stadia version they they've came out and quoted it as saying that this is essentially a PC port over the Stadia, and it was done and wrapped right. up before all the problems hit the hit the fan over the last kind of couple of weeks. And I just think it's a big testament to the actual the network running Stadia that it holds up, it runs better, it's clearly able to cope with the processing fidelity required for a game of this scope much better than a seven year old original PlayStation Four. Uh, is going to and it, that's just the nature of technology it's going to and it's it's great to see it's it's
2: to the point where i i can't believe this stadia is out there on the official twitter literally trolling everybody now have you guys seen these tweets yeah. where they're trolling yeah. people because <laughs> i've never seen that it's like the outcasters uh twitter handler decided to take over and now they're just trolling people because of how good it is and it's hilarious you
1: know, I, i'm i am usually I'd be, oh, God, don't, don't play that game but for Google Stadia, for all the shit they've been getting for the last year, I kind of go yeah. you know what, have this one, take this one, like, yeah. I don't like hearing people having a bad time regardless where they're playing with a game, I Agree. but Google, you know what, you can have this one, like yeah. you've been taking shit from all directions, including <laughs> us, for like a year True. Um,
0: True. enjoy your success enjoy it, yeah, yeah. revel in it yeah. and um, it, it's great because I just Honestly, think the the winds of change have changed, uh, really started with this launch. We know it's been coming gradually. They've had marketing issues over time. They've had game launch issues. There's, I mean, even just a few of the stories in this week's show. Sure, Day and date games are really frustrating. But Sonny, you brought up a great point there. Like we could have not been playing this game right now. All the amazing content and streams you've done this past week, all that sleep you've been passing up to play this game would not have happened <laughs> in another alternate yeah. world where Stadia didn't come, uh, didn't get Cyberpunk until the end of the year. Or we feared it would be pushed back even further with the several delays that happened as well. So the fact right. that we're playing this right now feels like a little bit of a Christmas miracle. But aside from that, it runs better, gentlemen. I, I just want to quote more stuff. So Forbes yeah. picked up this as well. So Forbes magazine, uh, they did an article and I quote from their article. This may be the first time a major release truly outshines consoles and Stadia, which is kind of remarkable. Obviously to us it's not kinda of remarkable. There's that little jab. They need to get yeah. they need to get into oh. there. But again it's it's big reputable sites now picking this up and the, the everyday people, the the unsuspecting gamer who's not heard anything but bad things from Stadia, I know you see them on Twitter pop up going, Oh, is it still a thing? Oh, I thought this died years ago. Like all of that, those kind I of jokes. People, that...
1: The free people that still play must really care about this. Yeah, all all of
0: those <laughs> typical comments. And Sonny, with an audience of your size, you must get some arseholes showing up in your chat from time to time, just trying to yeah. knock you off the shelf a little bit and wind you up, and other things. And. <laughs>
2: surprisingly i don't i get one wow. guy he'll go he'll go in and he'll be like you're still doing stadia and i'm just like oh boy but that's it it's amazing it's it's crazy there's actually not as many trolls as you think but there is a bunch of people in the comments for sure on videos we, and, we
0: may and, get more yeah. now it's not publicly yeah. aware they're all gonna go out of the woodwork yeah. um but yeah just to wrap up the the stories around like positive praise so vg247 as well um they pulled one from the reddit thread so it's not necessarily an article but you you mentioned it as well the the reddit, uh, subs have kind of shot up through the roof as well yeah. as more people are getting their hands on the game they're trying it out, the premiere, that their eyes are opening to giving it a chance at least which is what mm-hmm. we've said from day one, just give it a chance as soon as you have a go, you realise that it's not as complex or crazy or difficult to understand as a lot of news outlets made out day one and uh, this one mm-hmm. comes from the Stades Red thread with one post, has got 93% upvotes stating, uh, I have never in a million years thought I would be able to play a game like Cyberpunk on my shitty laptop but it runs perfect I did see that one, yeah. And just, just like that. Beautiful. You just have to, you, know what, you just I have to actually, smile.
1: You know, what I was doing the other day. I, 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 didn't pull the trigger on this, but I was just flicking around through eBay, looking at some like old Dell duplexes, thinking, "What's the cheapest thing I can buy to play this game on?"
0: Like, well, a lot of the what? articles tested it out as well on all the tech, yeah. to, just to, to again to drive yeah. home the message of how convenient this is um i think it was actually the games Radar article that basically said they tried it on the the most cheap uh cheapest android phone they could find for like 120 dollars uh, and it ran fine yeah I, I was
1: looking at things like 25 pound second hand dell optiplex business pcs uh, with <laughs> like Looking at it, I go, okay, it's got four gigs of four gigs of RAM. I probably have to, you'd have to buy a, a VGA to like HDMI adapter to plug it in your TV. But <laughs> oh, Lord. We run <laughs> Cyberpunk. No I mean, yeah, it really, really will. And it, they, yeah, they will. Yeah,
0: and it, I haven't tested it, so if you, anyone out there does this and it doesn't work, don't blame me. Yeah, we see it all the time. We saw Dan on when we did our Game Awards stream this past week. He was saying that um, when Cyberpunk came out day one, obviously in the UK it dropped at midnight, so most people didn't get to play it until the following evening after they'd finished work and when dan was in work um everyone was talking about playing cyberpunk and all the articles started coming out for across across the board the ratings the reviews all that kind of stuff um and he played it on his lunch break at work and his colleagues were looking over his shoulder thinking are you playing what we're talking about on our lunch break over here yeah i'm playing <laughs> i'm running it on the phone and I've got a three hour download when I get home to get up on PlayStation 4. And I know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even with preloading and stuff, there's like we saw on Steam yeah. had problems with like server queues and day one patches weren't completing properly. And I, for one, stayed up till midnight to, to check it out for the festival hours. And I'm sure uh, Sonny, you plowed loads of hours into it as soon as it dropped on Stadia. Yeah. And just that time window you save from not having to download 50, 60 gigs and then another 20, 30 day one patch and. I think there's an update already dropped this week, and we yeah. just don't have to worry about that. We just click play, and we're we're well, having fun.
2: It's it's funny because you mentioned that article earlier about the five, and I actually made a video this morning. That's what I was doing, not going to sleep. I made a video because uh, I didn't. He he still made some backhanded stuff there. You know what? I'm just like <laughs> yeah, let yeah. let an actual guy who's played Stadia for a year actually make up some points. And some of the points on there were the fact that. It's amazing. We actually, we can get on Stadia 24-7 uh, and we never have to worry about some update or Stadia going down or anything along those lines. You can, at any point, you can just hop on and play and you're not going to deal with those issues. I also mentioned the, how convenient it is and what you guys, were, you gentlemen, were just talking about is the fact that we can play on any device. And I even showcased that. I jumped jump from device to device to device and you can, it's, it's just, it's mind blowing how it's like how this is just picking up now. And I'm glad it is. But it's Stadia is just insane to me. It's it's insane to me, and this is coming from a guy who's who's had two thousand dollar gaming PCs for the last fifteen years, and I love Stadia it, big time. So it, it's just mind blowing to me, and I'm I'm glad that it's like I said, people are starting to see it. People are seeing how convenient it is, and people are starting to kind of understand. And some of these misconceptions are starting to slowly. Like I don't think it's ever going to go away, at least not for a while. But, you know, people still thinking you need, like, this insane internet. You don't. You can do this on mobile data. You know, you, you don't need all this insane hardware. You can play on, you know, some crappy controller. I mean, it's just, it's crazy. It's crazy good. And just kudos to the stadium team. They, they killed it.
0: Yeah, they, they really have with this one. And I think with this just being the beginning, we should wholeheartedly expect more people to now open their eyes to maybe thinking, I'll check out Assassin's Creed Valhalla. That's another massive, massive AAA game. Uh, Dropped this winter and we've got like watchdogs we've got far cry in the new year we've got riders republic obviously we all know ubisoft have, have been done wonders for stadia in terms of bringing their library across um but with ubisoft connect and cross save and such being a thing it's it's some it's a scenario i can see people who do have it on the playstation 4 and xbox series x or whatever it may be um now you can just take your save file with ubisoft connect and you're at work one day and you can feasibly just yeah you can Take your controller in with you, hook it up to your phone, transfer your save over, and just keep playing. And I think the more conversations we have and the audience have, and, and Google's marketing team really start to crank it up as we head into twenty twenty one, and we get more games and more titles, and we know that library is only going to get bigger at this point. Um, it's yeah, it's great, great time to be a Steady fan, and and, great time to be a gamer. And it's
2: and it's and it's funny for for pretty much this entire year when I'm usually on live streams, I tell people like they go, "Hey, Sunny, how can we?" how can I convince my friend, my, my parent or my brother, sister, how can I convince them to, to jump on board and try stadium? I'm just like, just show them. And so that story about, you know, they're in the break room that resonates with me. That's exactly how you do it. You blow people away by playing something like freaking cyberpunk on your phone while they're sitting there yapping about it. You know, that is perfect.
1: Yeah. yeah I think a lot of people just, you'll be, you'll be talking and go, Oh yeah, you can just like play anywhere. It's no problems. I think they just don't believe you. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, like, but when you show them, it's like, oh, uh, you, you can. <laughs> like...
0: yep. yeah. if, if to to ring home the message when we say about playing on phones as well, mobile devices, uh, this game was announced when we were all rocking phones like an iPhone 4S, a Nokia Lumia 900, <laughs> uh, the point. Galaxy, uh, I think it was Nexus even. So when this game was first announced, the phones we use um... today, the technology has came along incredible leaps and bounds and the irony now is you can yeah you can play it on your Android phone, Hope soon to be iOS as well with the Safari add-on that they're doing um, which is going to open up to a whole other market of people who are, are locked into an ecosystem as such as we, as we joke around uh, as Android fans here at Sounds of Stadia as well but um, just overall, great time for a great game and uh, obviously it's going to be patched to hell across other platforms and consoles and uh, we won't know because we just boot up the game we yep, just jump exactly. in and it's it seamlessly happens and it's it's great to see. But yeah, that's a a huge win for Stadia this week and uh kind of linked in with all of that uh good news as well about Cyberpunk uh coming and launching over. We've got some other great news and that is that we have more people launching us around the globe in other countries. Um so I did want to forgive me in advance because I've I've pulled these out, but we did want to say welcome, which is uh service vitae Ta, I think. Uh, uveze uk uh, bene. No, I've said that one wrong already. Bene at zivinu, vi and willkommen to all of the new countries which I just slandered your local dialects for. I apologize in <laughs> I advance. Didn't...
1: Honestly. I'm so glad. When I was when I was looking at the um, the show notes, I was quite worried after I saw that, because usually you make me do that. Yeah, it did, I didn't want to be that cruel, but uh, we are obviously... So I, was just, I was just ignoring it. I'm not going to mention anything else, if it. he
0: does it himself. I, I attempted it myself. I don't know if I yeah. did it myself. But yeah, that is welcome in Austrian, Czech, uh, Hungarian, Polish, Portuguese, hopefully uh, Romanian, Slovak, and I went with German because I know Switzerland has multiple languages, bilingual, so being a you to french side i guess of switzerland as well um we should have got eddie on eddie's great with languages richie he could have done several of them without (laughs) even thinking twice (laughs) i personally had to google them then phonetically break them down and then still ruined it but the the big focus point of this story is we have several more countries joining the stadia lineup Uh, we see it all the time on twitter people asking when is it coming to my country when is it coming all of those like us tech enthusiasts who are just waiting to try this out they've they've got their eyes open to and willingness to try this tech but unfortunately just due to their location in the world they haven't had a chance yet so more countries is always better and stadia came out earlier in the year and said we are looking to roll out to more countries so this is just the beginning we all know that it's it's going to be wherever there's internet or good internet at least for the time being Um, and we expect to see more which uh, is great shout out um to those countries so welcome again apologies let us know in the comments below Send me abuse about how bad I just said those out, but uh, <laughs> just remember, I didn't have to make any effort for that, but I did. <laughs> That's what I'd like to say. And uh, from you guys, gentlemen, Richie, I'll throw it over to you first. Um, yep. Surprised by these countries, or is this kind of what you would expect, Central Europe?
1: Um, I think it's what I'd expect, although I think there's a lot of people probably in places like Brazil and p- places like India where I've seen people in, like the Facebook groups. Call- quite routinely asking, oh, when's it coming to my country? I think some of them might be a bit disappointed, but I think I don't know what Google's planning. I think they're looking at where they think they're going to get the most inroads and where it's got the best internet infrastructure Mm -hmm. because that is the major downside of Google idea is you need the good internet infrastructure. You don't have to have anything extremely ridiculous. You don't need like gigabit Wi-Fi or anything like that, Mm -hmm. but you Mm -hmm. do need a decent stable connection probably about 30 megabit per second and stable to run at 1080p
0: yeah and we...
1: so it's probably just looking at the infrastructure in the countries and going and also the probably the logistics and COVID's probably even played a part
0: as well. well certainly, certainly yeah. will have done 100%. It's affected everyone yeah, right. and, and tech companies. And again, I can't believe we've got the PlayStation Xbox out this year. I really had a, a good feeling that that may have been pushed back to 2021 just from yeah. a logistics standpoint. And even though they've done it, we've seen how uh, restrained they are for deliveries and companies and getting stuff out and it's it's crazy that anything's really working this year um and it wasn't all just put on hold but yeah to see more countries join the fray is amazing and no doubt ourselves and sunny you're going to see people dropping in from all over the globe now saying hello um stopping by uh explaining how they've got their hands on their first premiere edition and what it looks like going into 2021 um especially uh, what i would like to get in regards to all these countries uh sunny just throw it over to you do we think all these yeah. countries are going to get Premiere Editions rolled out with the now soon-to-be defunct Chromecast Ultra? Or My, no. would you suspect a new one, or something completely new entirely? I,
2: that's a good question. I, I don't know. I That's a really good question, actually. That's, that's Cause, something cause I didn't think about.
0: You would think that they have to package them in their native languages. They're not yeah. going to send them all out in English, I wouldn't have thought. Um, right, But then, yeah, the Chromecast oh. Ultra has been replaced as of uh, a couple of weeks, yep. months back now. And obviously, we all know in the countries that have had it for over a year now, it's just surplus stock of the old stuff that's left. Yeah. But I- I've alluded to it a few I- times. I'm expecting a new 2021 kind of Stadia bundle that not only has the new Chromecast with TV they've announced, but then maybe some new packaging. But these countries, this is going to be brand new to them. So when they go on Google.com or .es or whatever country it may be, there has to be something for them to pick up and buy, right? Like we all did on day one, and
1: yeah, we don't, I don't know. Think the, I don't think the information stuff would be as complicated as you think because the the IFU, the instructions for use for um, the different languages for the Chromecast or, will already exist mm-hmm. because yeah. it's already been on sale. So then it's just adapting the Stadia-specific parts of it. So it's probably that not that big of a task. There may already be multiple languages in there.
0: Yeah, I mean the I the, the Premier really Edition boxes yeah. tend to. I mean the one I've got, obviously the one you've got, yeah. Sunny as well, is just going to be in English. But yeah. um, I've got to imagine like France and Spain and stuff have Spanish and French equivalents yeah. and such. But in, in my my biggest yeah. thing is just like we've seen over the last months how many Premier Editions Google are willing to just give out for nothing practically with the yeah. the YouTube Premium and then now the Cyberpunk promotion as well. So they've got a lot in stock, but rolling out in eight new countries. I'd just be intrigued to see if they got like a new package set up, or just something different, or maybe that will start in 2021. But I'm just excited to see what the new iteration is. I, I for one, am a big fan of all the different colour controller combinations. And uh, Sonny, what's your perfect uh, choice of colour for a controller? If you could have any colour in the world, <laughs> what would you like to see on a stadium? <laughs>
2: Has to be has to be yellow, right? Uh, everything's yellow themed for me these days. Yeah, exactly on brand. Exactly. Well,
0: I had a suspicion we may have seen the Cyberpunk ones be like a special surprise, like a Cyberpunk Yellow edition for anyone who pre-ordered yeah. the game, and it's it's just a generic Premiere edition one. But uh, yeah. missed opportunity, yeah. certainly. I, I'm gonna put a
1: prediction out here now. I think we'll hear about the replacement for the Chromecast Ultra at the I/O Google I/O event in 2021. Okay. Which the last one was scheduled for May this year, mm-hmm. so I think kind of if it's like May, June next year. I'm probably launching maybe the September. I'd like to but see. But I think it'll be more. I think it'll be more of a Chromecast thing with Stadia tagged
0: on, rather than he's the new Stadia device. Because hmm. yeah, it's at the point in the yeah. world right now. If you have a Stadia setup already and you want another Chromecast for your TV. You can't yeah. buy the Ultra in. I don't know about your side of the world, Sonny, but over here, all of our stores have like ran out of the like just right, standardable and Ultras. So yeah. and again, we know the T, the Google the new Chromecast with Google TV isn't getting the Stadia feature until later next year unless you sideload it on. So at the moment, there's no way to really expand your home setup aside from getting on eBay or buying a secondhand Ultra so, or another right. Premiere Edition yeah. entirely.
1: I think some retailers still stock them, but it'll be—I imagine at while last sort stock situation—you you cannot buy them from directly from Google.
0: Yeah.
2: Just... This is something I definitely want to go investigate now because I didn't even think about it. My my initial thought with the whole the whole eight countries. Well, first off, you know, welcome to those eight countries. Uh, it's we get, I get tons of people asking me all the time from everywhere you know, asking when their country is going to come. I, I don't have the answers, but I'm just like, you know, as soon as I hear something, I'll let you know. Um, but I, I have to say, uh, and just deviating a little bit of uh, the eight countries, this is, this is a big deal for, for quite a few countries. And, and for me, this is something that I have always been watching out for because one thing that doesn't get said, uh, enough because it's easy. I feel, and this is, this isn't applying to you gentlemen, but a lot of us, we kind of take for granted how good we have it here, and in certain countries, like, and this is the reason why I didn't even think about the Chromecast Ultras because my mindset's more kind of towards like certain countries. Like for instance, uh, I was talking to a friend, and he was talking about Romania, and over there, there's there um the prices for like a console or any sort of video game of that's one of the newest ones are full price. What exactly what you guys pay, what we pay over here. It's the exact same price. They can't afford that. I think he was telling me like their, um, their salary is so little. Uh, so what makes something like Stadia so appealing? Obviously, we don't need, you don't need to buy any of the hardware. You don't need the Chromecast Ultra. You just, you have your phone Now, I come, uh, I've lived in a country and no, I was in a country for uh, in Mexico for about a year. I pretty much like lived there for about a year. And it was kind of the same exact thing from my own experience. A lot of people there don't, they couldn't, they can't afford anything that's current gen. At best, they have the past gen, but even then, they can't even afford that. I mean, a lot of people, they just don't make a lot over there. I mean, we're talking pennies compared to what, you know, what we would make here in the States for comparison. So, Stadia for me, uh, going to other countries, what for me is always something that I was watching out for because now a lot more people are going to have access to playing AAA titles. Uh, maybe even it's just a free to play or when they go on sale or whatever the case may be. But almost every one of these, like even the, even the poor people, like if there is one fancy thing they own, it's a phone. That'll be like the one thing. And it won't be like a super fancy phone, but it'll be something decent. So so having the aid countries, um, including some of these like other countries that maybe aren't as, you know, as developed mm-hmm. or whatever, uh, to see them have stadia is just awesome to see and that is something now that I definitely want to investigate too about the Chromecast LG because I'm wondering about that I haven't heard anything about that at all so I got to look that up and ask some people but that's a very interesting yeah. question
0: because it's, it's again we we don't know we won't see how it's marketed yeah. in these countries unless like we suddenly start and it's seen influx of an audience from those countries obviously we, we don't speak the native language so there's a barrier there too right. um, but you're totally right in regards to uh, like other countries having totally different formats and in layouts and, and different rates of, of a currency exchange. I know um, Brazil is another one that's often highlighted as the, the last-gen right. markets. Like PlayStation 2 sold for a good five, six, seven, eight years after the PS3 and even the PS4 came out because the import taxes they put on technology from governmental standpoints is crazy. And this is kind of what Stadia's mantra has been all along: is it's play for everyone, it's, it's get it out into as many hands. And we are reaching a point where, thankfully, everybody has access to the internet for the most part of the world. Yes. and if they can get that, even, that decent
2: it, amount. Yeah, I was going to say even some of the poorest, they the internet's like the one thing that they have. Um so it's 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 crazy good to see this cuz when when I saw these eight countries I thought okay, we're now we're getting slow getting to the point where we're rolling out now to more places and it's going to be really amazing to see. This is this is why I've never worried about the future. Like okay, w- here, where you guys, UK, here in the United States, there's people who are already entrenched into what they've already invested in over the years. It's Nintendo, it's Xbox, PlayStation, their gaming PCs, but these other countries, this is going to be a huge deal. And I, I pretty much get it all the time in, in my comments. Hey, when does it come in here? I really want to play, you know, the latest such and such game. When's Stadia in here? And it, I just get it all the time. So for me, seeing these eight countries was so exciting, I was so excited to see this it just means more and more is coming so it's awesome
1: yeah yeah i think we have talked about the value proposition of stadia a lot but just to give people a good, clear good example even if you buy the premier edition which is about 90 pounds in the uk at the moment the l i think the ps5 if you can get your hands on one starts from about 450 it's literally a fifth of the cost
2: yeah that's true too
1: so even if it's like you're buying the premier edition you are saving like three hundred fifty, three hundred sixty pounds. Yeah, like that's not yeah. insignificant. Oh, certainly comparable not. Comparable
0: experience. And even regardless of countries, Richie, many times on this yeah. show before, we've brought up just the cost to a family. I remember as a, as a child, but I had I have a younger brother, and we would basically be, like absolutely beg our parents to put both of our Christmas or birthday presents together so we could collectively get a console for the two of us. And yeah. again, we were very fortunate to have got that. But there are many, many people out there, many, many families that want to play. Because all the friends at school are talking about it. They see the marketing yep. campaigns. They see the adverts. Um, they see it on the Facebook social feeds. All over the place. That These big, massive, super fun, exciting games. Or even and even lesser titles that they just want to check out. And they just don't have, like you said there, Richie, the money to drop on it. And uh, Stadia really is an outlet. Exactly. It's really, really simple. And if you do have a Chromecast, or as that guy on Reddit quoted, a, a shitty old laptop... Exactly, you, you can still play Stadia it, on par with other people so yeah I mean we've been beating this drum for a long long time but yeah. I think it's really starting to come to fruition now and with more countries and more games it, it's really really starting to turn con. and I'm super excited to see what the, uh, what the future brings and um, speaking of what the future brings as content creators, as streamers of the of the, uh, of the of the cloud, essentially, uh, another news story dropped this week. Stadia came out and, uh, and announced it, that everyone who has Stadia can, in fact, now become a content creator. They can become a streamer without the requirement for OBS or a super top-end PC to stream it, because you can just do direct stream to YouTube right now if you have Stadia. So out there, I've seen it all over my news feed, all from last week, yep. how many people are now like, posting videos and saying, this is me playing Cyberpunk. This is me playing what uh Watchdogs. And it's just all of a sudden the internet is just awash with videos of people's gameplay. And it's it's beautiful to see yeah. because now everyone who's been on the cusp or maybe considered making something, they can they now can. There's there's no barrier to entry and it's just another big step in my opinion from Stadia to say, like this is for everyone. You can do with this platform what you want. Um it's been huge and no doubt Sonny, your many, many of your followers must have jumped in and tested this out over the last couple of days.
2: A bunch have de- definitely done it. You know, I, I have to tell you guys just a quick story. I, I I took an L with YouTube direct streaming when I first kind of started talking about it with my community. Um, they, I, At first, I, I kind of had a hard time understanding it. I was like, wait a second. So YouTube direct stream, that's cool. That's cool. But, you know, you don't have OBS. You can't do this. You can't do that. I mean, how useful is this, right? And so in my mind, I was thinking at it from like a content creator standpoint. Now, I was on my Discord and I was talking to my community and they're just like, what are you talking about, my my dude? They're like, this is is a really good thing. And it was explained to me and I definitely took an L here because once they talked to me, I really understood the power of this. And essentially, a lot of people now will be able to go ahead, start streaming, start playing their stuff. And maybe they don't have the fancy stuff just yet. But it gets people motivated and they get they get to go ahead and put Stadia out there on YouTube and you get to showcase what the platform can do and all these great stuff. And yeah, it's not, it's not perfect. You're not getting all the bells and whistles. You're not getting the the little things that you gotta do in YouTube. You guys know you guys get, you know, do little tags, little things here. There's little little things that you gotta do, little intricate stuff, but what happens is a lot of these new, a lot of new people, especially listening this week, now they're getting really interested. They're asking me questions. Well, what can I continue to do to get better at this? And and what can I do to continue to improve my stream? And so now we're seeing all these streams and we're seeing all these potential new content creators and these people who will, you know, continue to push this platform. And it's just beautiful to see. And so I definitely looked at it wrong when I first heard about it. Cause I'm just like, this isn't, this is something I'm not going to use myself. This is useless, you know? But I'm glad that, you know, we had such an awesome community. Tell me how much of an idiot I was and explain to me how awesome this is. And I couldn't agree more now. That was many months now later, but yeah.
1: Yeah, it's just about it's removing the barrier of entry. So I imagine there's a yep. lot of people who are interested in starting streaming but not sure if they're going to enjoy it and don't want to start yep. forking out for things like Elgato, Capture Cards. Or exactly. They don't, they don't want to learn the, spend their time to learn the tools like OBS yet, just yet. Oh, even just things like YouTube backend, I, I just want to get there, stream a game, see if I enjoy sitting in front of a microphone and playing and talking to people.
0: Exactly. Before we
1: start investing in. Yeah. yeah.
0: It's the same as the game conversation. It's that, you're right, Richie, that barrier to entry. And uh, I, for one, thanks to Stadia to this day, have not had yeah. the requirement to get an Elgato capture card. Um, I did eventually invest in a, in a newer, better, improved PC, but. With Stadia running, obviously, from the cloud end, it does elevate a lot of the processing power a traditional stream would require because your, your, your platform isn't requiring to do multiple things at once because Stadia takes like the the bulk of the stuff required away. And yeah, it yes, you might not have a camera yet, and yes, you might be getting familiar with talking for, for hours and hours on end, and I think we've probably all became much better at that than we did right back when we all started off okay. as well. Um, but it is that barren end. If you're out there listening and watching right now and thinking... I've always had that itch to do something like this, to like a creative outlet, and you've wanted to stream. um, Give it a go. Try it out. Start it. You just have to hit your Stadia button on your controller and then link your YouTube account and you're away with it. And Yeah, it might just be 20 minutes of you playing Watch Dogs or 20 minutes of you checking out the open at Cyberpunk, and you might only get a handful of views, but we've all got to start off somewhere, right? Uh, What was the first game you ever streamed, Sonny, way back when? Oh...
2: Oof, it was right when Twitch started. I, I think it was. It might have been Watch Dogs, actually. Yeah, Watch Dogs or Payday. It was one of those two games. It was, it was a while ago.
0: Wonderful. Yeah,
2: I, I want to mention though. I think I've seen people stream even off their cell phone. They're even doing it. Yeah. They're even doing stadia streams off their cell phone. So this has now become again like they're just breaking the mold here. This has now become the cheapest way. If you want to stream a game, you want to be a streamer. You've always wanted to do it. This has now become the cheapest, most affordable way to do it. And it's just, again, mind blowing, like how they're just doing it. now it hasn't been perfect. I don't wanna, we can't, I don't wanna kiss Stadia's butt too much. Cause sometimes I listen to people's streams or audio is a little off. I don't know if that's something to do with the streaming thing or if it's like on the user end, but either way, uh, the visuals have been really good. And it's been just really cool to see that now we're taking this to a yet another level. And I hope this kind of gets more out there. Like, I think I've seen a couple publications talk about it, but. Hopefully, we get to hear a little bit more here in the coming uh, weeks yeah. and months. And when we hear that first creator that started doing this and then it broke the mold and is now like, you know, is really successful, that'll be a fun one to cover.
0: Yeah. I'm very intrigued to know how it develops over time because, like you said, without the OBS and the camera requirement, it is a bit disjointed. Like, who would watch just a video of footage that you could play yourself? And and it is kind of a, right. the same content creator question that ran past me yeah. when it, it went live. Right. I was thinking, well, I wouldn't watch it, so why would anyone else? But that's not the premise of it. The premise is to get people yeah, streaming and into exactly. it. And I'd, I'd be very intrigued if, even going forward, they come out with some kind of peripheral attachment. Yes. So if imagine plugging a USB-C camera into your Stadia controller, and that captures the footage from your like controller's point of view. So you can do video and audio and stream all through the same thing, just through your controller. Because, again, at the end of the day, your controller is a USB-C hooked up directly to Stadia's uh-huh. servers. So... There could be some communication there that won't require too much investment, but that's just me thinking crazy, crazy. Ahead. If they
2: can nail that, if they can nail that, oof, it's, like tandem, it's already good. Yeah, tandem if, mode yeah. with a webcam,
0: essentially. Is, good point, is yes, tandem
2: do. mode. Yeah.
0: That'd be awesome. But uh, yeah, back to your first game, though, Sonny. Moving on to our next story Watch Dogs was the first game you potentially ever streamed, and as if by magic. Uh, Stadia got a drop this week. <laughs> Again, Ubisoft stealth dropping left, right and centre on us. Uh yeah. Watchdogs One and or just Watch Dogs I guess it's called and uh Watch Dogs Two, uh, the follow up which took place in San Francisco, uh took place obviously before Watchdogs Legion, the triple A title I just dropped this past month, uh is out on Stadia. Um they've just dropped this past week. Um do you think you'll be diving back in, Sonny, or is that a game well in your rear view mirror by now? <laughs>
2: It's not that. It's just, man, they dropped so many games. Where's the time? Like, I still want to play on to the end, and I haven't even what dived into that. You know that. There's no
1: games they said yet. There's no games. I know. I said,
2: yeah. <laughs> There's no games. There's no games. Uh, it's crazy. I'd love to get back in there, and I, I have the means to go ahead and check them out. There's just, where's the time? It's just so crazy. I love that they're on here, though. And I think what, Ubisoft Plus, I think I'm predicting, I'm guessing it's coming out this week, so it's going to be good to see.
0: Not many days left, right? They said by the end of the year, and here we are, the middle of December, practically, so times are ticking.
1: I think they're porting over all
0: the games as quickly as they possibly
1: can at the moment, and I think once they've got a certain threshold of so many games ported, they'll probably hit the Switch. Yep. Nintendo Switch. Well... That would be awesome. <laughs> I would genuinely love to have Stadium on my Nintendo Switch. Yeah,
0: we've we've said many times before. It's the perfect peripheral is, for it, right?
1: Yeah, it doesn't eat away at my phone battery. Then, if I'm playing on the on the go,
0: very true. <laughs> um, and it's dockable. <laughs> One one thing I did want to allude to with these, for me anyway, I, I wouldn't go back to Watch Dogs 1 and 2. I've still got Legion to start. I've, I've got it banked there for one of my Christmas games when I take time off. Um, yeah, it's again, it, it takes place in our, our home capital, so it was something I was probably always going to look into. True. Just out of intrigue to go see the landmarks and do that typical. Well,
2: that's why I liked Watch Dogs 1 because yeah. it was in Chicago, so I totally get that.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, Chicago, then San Francisco. So they, Ubisoft do a great job at just picking out landmarks and doing them yeah. really good respect towards like the, the visual fidelity and how true to the 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 kind of uh, art piece they are. Uh, the biggest thing for me with these two drops is the price wasn't very tasteful. I didn't think twenty dollars for Watch Dogs One for a game that's five plus year old now. Whereas we got Far Cry drop as a pro discount was like we I don't know about you we picked up Far Cry immediately uh, just yeah. because of how cheap it launched at um, yeah. twenty dollars twenty nine ninety nine euros a little bit too much for Watch Dogs One in my opinion. Yeah, yeah I agree. I
1: agree, but I don't think Ubisoft care about the pricing on these. I think they're just because they're going to be pushing Ubisoft Plus. That's mm. what they're going to be pushing. So I mean, actually they've being slightly overinflated in price probably pushes
0: people to where they want them spending the money. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> that's a good point there. You never know what uh, what cogs yeah. are turning in the background from a business perspective yeah. and how they're thinking about that. Um it's a bit shame we didn't get them sooner in the year. Like I, I would have imagined a lot yeah. of people would have played Watchdogs then Watch Dogs 2 in the lead up to Legion. Yeah, it's
1: like do? a spring summer where there could have been more games announced or in come out in that period where they've all just come out in the last like two months.
0: Yeah, yeah. I know. Bang, well, bang, I mean, bang, bang.
1: yeah,
2: busy making Legion and, and Valhalla. Who knows what what they what resources they had? But I couldn't agree more because we did have periods throughout the year where there was there was crickets, mm-hmm. there's crickets, and all of a sudden now we're just overflowing with so many games. It's yeah. it's cool. It's a good problem to have.
0: Oh, certainly, certainly. There's yeah. far worse things to, to have as well. And uh, you mentioned it there, Sonny, as well. But unto the end, also dropped this past week as well. So that's sandwiched in there between the Watchdogs launches. Uh, another cheeky little stealth drop that they like to to, to drop on us at any given opportunity uh, from the Stadia team. Uh, I just patiently await for the uh, the blog post now, just to see what else we're going to suddenly <laughs> get out of out of the blue. Um, and yeah. and speaking of as well, moving on to our next story, uh, Tom wrote in our lovely co-host, who's not with us today, but he has written in with a question, specifically for Richie. He asks, oh. Richie, who lives in a pineapple under the sea?
1: SpongeBob Pants.
0: <laughs> you are correct there, sir, because, again, I've been mourning about these titles for a few weeks now. Um, Sonny, a few weeks? P- a few months? Well, a few months maybe, yeah, purely because... They frustratingly came out on other platforms. I've not played Spongebob. I've not played Destroy All Humans. In THQ, uh. they had the Stadia logo on the trailers when they were announced. And the, the, the launch day came around. And to yeah. our frustration, they launched on PS4 and Xbox and everywhere else, PC. And then there was just, like you said, crickets from Stadia. There's nothing. No mention of why it didn't come on launch day when it we should expect to see it. Just The logo was on the trailers and on the ads. It's yep. nothing. And then all of a sudden, on a random Thursday in December, bang, bang, here you go, everyone. Have at it. And it it's
2: mad- madness.
0: And back to what we were saying in our last conversation, I don't have time for these two games now. Sorry, SpongeBob. Sorry, little alien guy from Destroy All Humans. I'm playing Cyberpunk, Valhalla, and everything else. <laughs> so, yeah. I, I, don't,
2: I, don't think, I don't think this is going pro- to be a problem that's going to continue to happen as time goes on. We'll start getting these day-in-dates more consistent. I just think they I mean they had to get them out. I kinda wish they would have waited maybe just until maybe January. This just hmm. Cyberpunk just pretty much has swallowed everything. I still feel so bad that I haven't even touched until the end. I'm sure there's there's our indie devs. I know they they work hard, they pour their heart and soul into this, and then did not get their game covered at all. Must not feel super great. So I know I'm gonna probably just cover it just on that merit alone. Uh but like SpongeBob is a game that like I looked at the trailer and I'm like, this looks like a game I'd like laying in Spongebob. And I'm like shocked by it because the gameplay looks really good. And and then you said like um, Destroy All Humans, another really fun game. I haven't touched them and I've been wanting to play them. So it's definitely frustrating. I totally get that.
0: Yeah. Destroy All Humans yeah. is a game that I remember when it came out first time round and I was a kid. So I just didn't have yeah. the money to buy it. And I remember thinking it looked like the perfect game. A, a, a daft young Chris would love to play, but like I lured to with the console, if it wasn't a birthday or a Christmas around the corner there was no way of me getting it like like all the children no. out there who have to beg their parents for, or, or just yeah. have to ask their parents for what they would like for their, oh, their upcoming celebration, six
1: months ago.
0: yeah and it's like no mum, there's more out, there's many many more games <laughs> out and uh, yeah, this obviously it's great because if anyone does have stadium and they're getting it for Christmas, there's some more family friendly titles available I can't expect little Timmy out there, 10 year old rocking cyberpunk with his uh <laughs> his genital oh, size is still hanging out hey, and I'm all that. that you do not oh, want God. that in in up on the big yeah. screen on christmas day when grandma's visiting and stuff like that you want to, you want to avoid all of that um oh, so yeah maybe God. spongebob and stuff so thq nordic obviously we know that they're, they're buying every studio left right and center as well um uh, but finally we have them um uh, but like you alluded to there sonny i would like to think going forward this becomes less of a problem um and hopefully that we've seen the stadia marketing team basically ace everything from, from the last couple of weeks since the hangout event really. Um Agreed onwards. And I just hope going forward we don't get this again where a game is announced, it's promoted as coming to Stadia and then the, the release date just comes and goes and everyone else is playing it, all my friends are playing it on PlayStation, Xbox, whatever, PC. And we just have to sit until like a random day in July when it randomly drops. And it's, yeah, as a gamer, and we've said it before, Richie, on the show many, many times, Our indus- this industry is driven by hype towards a release date. Like, look at the hype around Cyberpunk this past week. If you don't give us an arbitrary date to put it towards, then what are we, do we just, are we just waiting in the dark? That there needs to be that set in stone thing to look forward to. And again, Sonny is a big streamer you need to know what sh- events to schedule for streaming on the day of because... Exactly. Like, you may have me, done that.
1: I just put myself in the side of not Richie the content creator,
0: Richie the consumer. It's like,
1: I only have limited amount of money and limited amount of time. I just want to know when things are coming and, if possible, how much it's going to cost. So I can just plan my purchases. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if, like, okay, I know this game's coming out in November, I might go, okay, I'm going to save well, up save up for that so i can get everything i want to play when things just drop on you it was like oh well i look at the bank account, don't have enough for that sorry indie developer i just can't afford to buy your game today
0: because you've totally yeah. blindsided me and I'm still yeah. 10 days from payday and as most of us yeah. know, payday yeah. doesn't stretch usually into the final third of the month. It's usually all gone by then yeah. on bills and other other such yeah. hobbies and interests and, and food <laughs> and important things like that. Um, yeah. But yeah, g- glad to see they're out. Glad to see they're out. And um, it's again, it's just more, it's more strings added to Stadia's bone library that when people say, oh, it's got no games and actually it covers all bases now. I think the only thing Richie, we mentioned at the Game Wars is kind of yeah. like a first person shooter. Seems to be one yeah. of the only key things we're missing, like a big, like obviously really? we've got Destiny, Borderlands, but like another,
1: a Call of Duty, a Battlefield, Medal of Honor, that. Oh yeah, like,
0: But uh, again, time will tell, and I'm sure as uh, Jack Buser alluded to, 400 odd games in the in the in the pipeline for Stadia. So, uh, yeah, if if you want if you're wanting a bit of sleep, Sonny, you you certainly. Uh, <laughs> in the wrong place for that with all the new titles coming up soon
2: i know i know you know i think we'll we'll start seeing like you're already seeing it with some of the titles coming out um announced for the next year like we have far cry we have i think that one did far cry get delayed but mm-hmm. like uh writer's republic and a bunch of other of these titles i think you're, you're gonna start seeing a more day and day we're we're kind of dealing with this you know we're the new kids on the block and you're just things are gonna get a little bit pushed back but It's going to start being a lot more consistent. And when it does, it's going to feel really good. And we'll, we'll sit back one day. We'll remember this time and remember all these things that just like out of nowhere, just come out and uh, it'll, it'll be funny, but you'll see it more consistent. I'm pretty sure.
0: Yeah, we'll have we'll have a little dance about it when we celebrate <laughs> um, and speaking of dancing that brings us on to our next story which is of course during the game awards uh, we found it we, we sent Dan and Avery off mid midstream to go and write the stadia source article because disco Elysium the final cut was announced for many many platforms but stadia was on there surprise drop with the logo um I just wouldn't have expected it not only at the game awards but then to just a uh, game so like left field to come out um did we Rich, get
2: any games last year?
0: Uh, at was the there game any, awards either? i don't think there was anything no right yeah so, so. just for it to see that, about, uh, is, is that it
1: might have been something like that was mentioned yeah. did we even um, know valhalla was coming back then we
2: didn't know we didn't know oh, if it was coming though it's, yeah
0: it's, it's crazy but uh here we are uh, rich you did a bit of research yeah. into this didn't you got many yeah. um many amazing um awards well,
1: well, the first thing i the main thing i know disco elysium from is um game awards 2019 Mm-hmm. Because it was up for a load of awards, it actually won best narrative, best independent game, best role playing game, and fresh indie game. All at the Game Awards twenty nineteen. I remember watching the show and going, "I've never even heard of this game," <laughs> like, and then I completely forgot about it until the Game Awards twenty
0: twenty. The whole year of
2: slumber. Well, I think it had like a Metacritic score of like 90 something and it had like so many awards when I was looking it up the other day myself I was just like I can't even like I can't even say all these in the video so it's like it's just mind blowing.
1: Metacritic 91 it's critically acclaimed it seems the fans of the game seem to absolutely Mm -hmm. love it but it's an acclaimed detective themed um, I'm reading this directly from Stadia Horse now acclaimed detective themed RPG. Uh, but yeah, it's, we're getting the Final Cup version, which is an upgrade that yep. I think everyone who owns it on all platforms is getting, but that's the version that's coming to Stadia yeah. in March.
0: And interesting enough it's- as well, the advert was like PS5, PS4, Steam, GOG, Stadia, no Xbox as well. So, hmm. or Switch. I didn't even notice. Yeah, so I Win-win, I guess. it's Again, it's a weird juggle of exclusive and non-exclusives and platforms, and Stadia obviously seems to be in the bracket with all the PC platforms yeah, for... Uh, better for worse.
1: Yeah. PS5, PS4, Steam, GOG, Apple, um, store,
0: Epic store and Stadia. Yeah. So, it's it's so it's so weird that the way games work and these deals these mm-hmm. deals pan out and, and what conversations gone behind the scenes. But again, clearly critically acclaimed sleeper hit that I've again like you Richie, I've kind of I can't even yeah. before the trailer drop at the Game Awards, I couldn't even if you told me, I couldn't even visualize what what it would be. So, it's not even been on my radar as a big gamer with a PlayStation and Game Pass as well. So, looking forward to it. another game.
2: I'm looking forward to it. I guess you can apparently you can um you can you can be a bad guy, and you can interrogate people, and you can be mean about it, and you can or you can be a completely good guy. So, it's going to be a, an interesting title. I'm definitely looking forward to it.
0: Interesting. So, that's March 2021, so it'll fill that little void we get of gaming where it's a slow start to the year, but uh, hopefully do. a bit of time for us to just go back into our now very expanding back catalogs and uh, enjoy a bit of those as well. I, I definitely think I'm probably going to be playing legion probably in the new year maybe i've still got immortals i haven't even touched Immortals yet either yes yeah, and it's like it's i've got an itch to play and then i'm still i'm about 50 hours into valhalla which doesn't seem like i'm even at the halfway point yet i've just started that's, cyberpunk this week and it's, that's uh... funny
2: i've played some of those but i haven't gotten into valhalla because i was trying to be i was trying to finish watchdogs legion and it's just so funny how we're all i'm not touching immortals i'm not a fan <laughs> but valhalla yeah that's what i want to get into it's, it's so
0: it, weird it's a it's a good problem to have. Um It is. You know, it really is. More games. And another one we got from the game awards as well. Um it wasn't actually at the game awards, but randomly midstream through the game awards, the YouTube account for Stadia dropped a uh, Chaya, uh, another little indie game, very reminiscent it's got very yeah. windbound aesthetics yeah. mixed with that Breath of the Wild kind of art style. Um just out of nowhere, it just suddenly was like, oh there it is in the YouTube uh, notification feed. And we're telling Dan and Avery, "Have you seen this game?" And they're both go on stream thinking, "No, I've not seen that." And then I, I've in. seen,
2: it. yeah, yeah. So I I don't know how to pronounce it. I, I was saying like Tashia or something. I don't know how to pronounce that at all. But I have to say, I was looking at some of the gameplay. It does look like a really like a game that you can really get enticed, like a little ones, to really get it because it's mm. so colorful and it just looked like it's like magical, and you're just running around and it's claiming that it's an open world sandbox. So I, I was kind of impressed with it.
1: Yeah, it looks like one of them sort of like very charming games. Drop hit, hit, drop you into yeah. the world, go explore, uncover the
0: narrative, and just yeah. And you can even play guitar exactly the same as the Last of Us Part Two as well, <laughs> with yeah. all the strings and the chords. So that's clearly going to be a feature in loads of games. Now, now Naughty Dog have done it. It's going to be one of those things which uh, it's it's nice to see as well. Nice to see finally. Um, so yeah, just more games, more games. We did get a date as well this week for um, Scott Pilgrim Saves the World as well. We saw at the Ubisoft forward event I was all going to, almost going to say connect then there's so many different terminologies yeah. for, for these things now so yeah Scott Pilgrim uh, landed a date on January 14th so actually four weeks away gentlemen four or five weeks away before we get the 10th uh, anniversary of the return of that game because we all know it got took down from the digital storefronts for other platforms uh, a few years back due to licensing problems I think to do with the movie uh, or the comics so it's great to see that back mm. and I know Richie you're a big fan of this game so not long to wait now yeah
1: yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Okay. I haven't actually played that much as the game, but it's I love the movie. So I'm looking forward to playing it.
0: Yes, and uh, to wrap up this week's show then, we've got a couple of game updates um, coming out this week as well. Do you want to take the game updates, Richie? Just to run the audience uh, through uh, what we're expecting. Yes, so first
1: of all, we have a new campaign for Zombie Army 4, um, Dead War. Very surprising.
0: Uh, Alpine Blitz. Is the um, new campaign feature, which in my mind, Zombie Army is like a way older game for some reason. I didn't expect it to get new story content this far yeah. down the line. I, I don't know if that's a common practice for Rebellion or I don't know whether it'd been a pro game. My mind's just a bit skewed on seeing new content drop for it, but we we've had a great time playing uh, Zombie Army Four uh, and Strange Brigade um, as well. because all the Rebellion games they've all been pro games. Um, what was the other one? What's the third one? I'm thinking of Richie. Um, sniper, sniper Elite. Sniper yeah. Elite. That's right. Yeah. All, yeah, all fitting from that kind of co- copy and paste model across. Yeah. Um, out of those three games, Sonny, what have you had the most fun with? Oh, Sniper Elite, uh, z- Strange Brigade, z- and Zombie Army.
2: Zom- zombie Army for sure, for sure. That one's my favorite. I love zombies. I love killing zombies. i never. They always. I know we had that period where people were like, "I'm tired, another zombie game." I'm like, "No, bring, I love zombies. I don't know what it is about zombies. But I love, I love the genre of it. Whatever it is, anything to do with it, I love it.
0: It's because you can't feel... You don't feel guilty for killing them, I think. That's it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they just they are what they are. Um, exactly. The Game I mean, Awards. You can
1: be quite creative with it as well, with a zombie game. You can do everything from something like, something like The Last of Us, which is very much more stealth, to something like um, mm-hmm. Dead, Dead, Ri- Dead Rising, which is a bit more chaotic. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, you just need
0: those like hordes of generic things to be able to kill without feeling terribly, terribly guilty, really. And I think yeah, zombies lend themselves to that. I mean, just looking at the game awards, there must have been about three or four zombie-related games that were announced <laughs> yeah. uh, across there. So it's clearly not a genre going away anytime soon. No. Yeah. Uh, what else have we got this week, Richie? We've
1: had a big update for Marvel Avengers, on top of a plethora of bug fixes, fixes and. Fi- Fixes, <laughs> including, like, matchmaking and campaign stuff.
0: We also got Kate Bishop. We Finally, another, another yeah. addition finally to the on. roster.
1: Along with uh, her campaign, her own individual storylines, new cosmetics, the ability to disable takedowns, which mm. is a one, but I'm, I wonder if that's just a community request or something, that yeah. one, when I read
0: it. For me, I'm really intrigued with Kate Bishop as well. Not only seeing her played out in the game because she's a, very, a fairly new character. I know she's just going to be introduced recently to the new Hawkeye Disney Plus series um, with Jamie yeah. Renner coming back. But in terms of my my awareness of her, much like many MCU characters we've been introduced to over the last decade of movies, um, she's a, a lesser-known character who it's great to see she's getting a bit of time in the spotlight. Uh, in regards to the game, I'm most intrigued to see how a bone arrow is going to function because between Iron Man's repulses, Thor throwing Milner about, um, Captain America's S.H.I.E.L.D., archery hasn't been in the game yet so i'm really intrigued to see how her skills and her powers and how she's no doubt going to have all those different hawkeye ability arrows that one's going to be like electric one's going to be some kind of like gravity well no doubt and i think she can actually teleport i did see in the trailer they dropped she's got some kind of ability that allows it to jump around mm-hmm. that's how she's going to navigate the, the landscape because again at the end of the day she's a human so she can't fly like a lot of the other characters or jump 20, 30 feet into the air, so um, I'm really just intrigued to see like one story continuing for free. Remember everyone, this is free DLC, it's not paid for, so if you've got the game already, uh, jump in and enjoy it. So yeah, no added cost for Kate Bishop.
2: I didn't even know that, that's good, that's awesome. Yeah, they they, they said all the new characters characters
0: are um, free, so I think we're probably going to see a new character every couple of months. Uh, well, that's their initial plan, anyway. But um, for me, who's actually, gen- I'm one of the few people. If you if you read the news and stuff, who actually has really enjoyed the game. And the thing that is going to get me coming back is those little sequential stories. And again, if they do Kate Bishop now, and they might introduce like Doctor Strange next year, and then we know PlayStation are getting Spider Man exclusive. What that's going to look like? Yeah. But if they all come with their own like comic book run and story arcs, in the game, all only- again we all know games just improve over time as they patch fix things and they sort of bugs it's only going to get better. So I'm looking forward to jumping back into Avengers every few months and just chipping away at these new characters. So, uh, yeah, Kate Bishop, no doubt Hawkeye is going to follow shortly after as well. There's like, kind of like a different skin to it. But, uh, yeah, we'll get back in there, Richie. I'll drag you back in if I have to. <laughs>
1: yeah, I, I, I generally have enjoyed playing a you. I just kind of got a bit bored because the gameplay got very, once you got past Indeed, the main yeah. campaign, it got very, very samey, like ridiculously so. Indeed. And I felt like I was just grinding better gear just so I have bigger numbers, and mm. that's it. Yeah, with no real, yeah. with yeah. no real purpose behind it. It's
0: all about the maths.
1: But, but talking about other persistent online games, ESO is getting an update, another update, the um, Gate of Ex- Oblivion expansion, and we don't know huge a lot about this, but there will be a global reveal event on January twenty first next year. Mm. Ah, but, are, you,
0: are you a big ESO fan, Sonny? Spend many hours y- exploring. Yes, yeah, so-
2: I. I don't know if I'm a huge fan, but I have definitely put in a ton of hours into that entire universe. And Oblivion is definitely one that I got very much on memories of. So that's going to be really fun to see. Uh, very excited. That's definitely going to get me interested in it. They know what they're doing, because uh, that's going to get my interest for somebody who doesn't. Like, I love MMORPGs and I love ESO itself, but... Those games usually take a little bit of a time commitment to really kind of you know do what you want to like accomplish. Typically, so that's going to be a fun one. I can't wait to see what kind of stories, what kind of things they're going to add to that. That's going to be really neat.
1: Yeah, I got really excited about when ESO was coming to Stadia because um, I did. I actually played the beta way back in yeah, that. First me too. Time. Yeah. I, yeah, And It sucked at the time. I like, <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I'm not gonna. Lie. I was playing World of Warcraft at the time, as I, was like, I jumped too, in when yeah. WoW's well, better. And then just didn't touch it again until it came to the stadium. Um, yeah. Unfortunately. And so when it came to the stadium, it's like, okay, I want to give this a shot. But I think I m- kind of moved on for m- from MMOs and stuff. I was like, I don't really have the time to dedicate yeah. to the game. So I played out about probably about 10 hours. And then they're just like, you know what? Well, either I need to commit to this game or move on.
0: Exact yeah. same experience. So it was like, Perfect. Yeah. Not a reflection on the game at all. Just. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's that's the type of game that I just haven't played. Like like you, Richie, when you were doing your World of Warcraft stuff back in the day, um, I think I was playing Age of Empires maybe, Roller Coaster Tycoon, like different styles of game. And then just over the years we've deviated and when this came back out, I know for a fact I'm a massive fan of like fantasy fiction and such as well. I know this is a game that I would absolutely love. But in amongst everything else, it's just it's it's almost too big for me to even think about starting it now. And I know when you and Tom set up the guild when it dropped on Stadia, we're going to start doing mm-hmm. this. And I just yeah. looked at it and thought, yeah. I just can't, I just can't. Sorry, sorry, Esso, yeah, I just <laughs> really, really can't. Right now, same with Baldur's Gate as well. It's just there's some things that in scope they become yeah. that daunting. As a, as an adult with a job and and other things to juggle, I just look at it and think, yeah, I'll I'll appreciate it from a distance. It looks great, yeah. it plays great, it's very much got my intrigue, but. Only so many hours in the day, and like you said, Sonny, yeah. we gotta sleep sometime, right? We gotta sleep <laughs> <Yeah>. sometime. <laughs> got to choose what are your battles. <laughs> yeah, you do indeed. You do indeed. Um Talking about battles, Valkyria Chronicles
1: Four, um, complete edition, is now is out now on Stadia. Actually, thirty nine ninety nine. It's quite. It's one of them series I I think we talked about before. Where it's like, it's always been on my radar. that I've heard people talk about, it, but I've never really looked into it properly. Have you? Any any experience with Valkyria Chronicles, Sonny?
2: I I don't, and uh it's not a game that I typically like at all. Actually, I, I've I think I've, I've paid attention to the game before. Then it didn't come out for the Switch. Am I wrong on that? I,
0: th- I think, I think so. so. It's again, it's yeah. four, four titles in now, so it's got to be doing well somewhere yeah. to get to get another one. It
2: came out on the Switch, and when it did, I was just I had no interest, and I I guess I just it's it's i've said this before even though i don't have interest in it it's uh i think it's a genre we're missing we don't have a ton of strategy games we're gonna get humankind here pretty soon it's we need more titles like this so i was pleased to definitely see and i remember i was doing the live stream when this went out and i kind of made a face like oh okay it's this game again Mm -hmm. um but uh a lot of people were like yeah this is cool they were like excited and happy about it and it's just good to see the more and more genres and this is definitely one that's missing uh strategy i love strategy games personally um I love, like, Crus- uh, Crusader Kings. I like, um, what's, what's the big what's the biggest one um, that everyone plays? I can't think of it. It's at the top of my head right now. But um, it's kind of like Humankind. It's exactly like Humankind.
1: Like civilization.
2: Civilization, yes. That's the one I've poured hundreds and hundreds of hours. And we just need all sorts of all forms of strategy games of all types. So it was good to see this one.
0: Yeah, me and Richie are big fans of um, seeing more kind of <clears throat> mouse and keyboard centric games come over to the stadium yeah. as well because it's just it, it, it's the platform that can run it. I, I've uh, on Twitter recently, I think in the last week, uh, reached out to Frontier who do the Jurassic World Evolution game and Planet Coaster oh, yeah. because they've got console editions of those games now that are out in the wild. They came uh, in oh. uh, this, this past couple of weeks, and I'm thinking, well, if they've got a console edition and they start out on the PC. That's one of those rules for Stadia. You need to have mouse and keyboard compatibility and controller. And then it's. I think it's perfect games that I would love to play on my PC setup, but then I could take it on the move That's if cool. it plays quite well. And again, it's it's like you said, a, one from every genre. You may not be into it or it may not be in your wheelhouse, but having that vast array of differences uh, just opens up to a bigger audience. And we know Stadia can run them. So heavy, intense graphic games, like you said, Richie, that require a lot of processing power. Um, Stadia can handle it, and we've seen that. So more well, than
1: it. I think there's some great genres that are almost bound to PCs. That I think it kind of went by the wayside a bit just because as more people moved over to consoles. But think things like your strategy games, I think Stadia could give a bit of a resurgence for them. Because if you if you're just using like I don't know a two hundred dollar like Chromebook or something for work. Mm -hmm. And then you can just build up Stadia and play the newest civilization, like Humankind or Age of Empires or Total War. And you don't have to fork out hundreds and hundreds of pounds for a graphics card to be able to play them. You're in for a winner there. You might rediscover people's love for them. genres. So. Agreed,
2: and they've gotten good at porting these. I know uh, I played Civ on the Switch, and it was it's a w- really well yeah. done port. I mean, it, it when when things started to like you build up so much, it started to like really slow down because the Switch is just so it's not powerful. But something like Stadia is going to handle that completely. So, and if you can get that controller and mouse, um, the controller support as good as like what Civ had, I think it, it, it's a perfect marriage here, especially for Stadia. So, yeah, especially,
1: especially yeah. 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 If you've got controller support and then you're okay I'm playing it and go, put the control down and say, immediately switch over to mouse and keyboards is something you yeah. can do on Stadia. Hmm. That'd be fantastic.
0: Yeah. Even yep. even then, like I, I play uh, Stadia quite regularly on my Samsung Galaxy tablet and they they can be compatible with mouse and keyboard. You can get a little Bluetooth keyboard and a Bluetooth mouse. So that's yeah. essentially just taking your PC setup on the go in a portable form factor. And it's again, I don't think they've really explored that much over the last year. Like the titles have very much just been Console ports for the for the biggest, so it's it's just more yeah. potential for the future. And there's uh, there's
1: yeah. like any first person game, there's a strong argument that they play better with mouse and keyboard, mm. and they have both options available. Yeah, but it's it's things like the real time strategies that I think you could see a bit more resurgence exciting times exciting times well thank
0: you very much for that Richie that is your game updates for the week as well and that does bring us to a wrap for episode 64 uh, of the Sounds Our Stadia podcast uh, so we brought all your latest news alongside our very very special special guest from Sunny Cloud Gaming as well uh, before we wrap up for the week Sunny do you want to give uh, give the audience a indication of where to find you and what you're up to in the next couple of days weeks or so
2: Yes, uh, I have no idea what I'm up to. It just kind of comes and goes, but you can find me at over Sunny Cloud Gaming on YouTube and on Twitter at Sunny Cloud Games.
0: Wonderful, wonderful. And uh, no doubt, lots more cyberpunk on the agenda. uh, (laughs) Yeah.
2: I'm all cyberpunked out in terms of content, but I want to start playing it so
0: <laughs> actually yeah step away from the job yeah. the job role and actually exactly. just enjoy the game for what it is yeah exactly. I know that one I know that one um so yeah thank you everyone for stopping by uh, myself Richie and Sonny are about to go play another round of video game 20 questions uh, we heard last week you had a great uh, great time playing along at home and watching it so for our lovely patrons out there. Uh, which you can find at patreon.com forward slash sounds of stadia for as little as $1 79p you can sub to the channel uh, and get everything a little bit early so the post show we're about to go play right now uh hopefully uh you may get it a little bit quicker this week richie with uh without i think was it the 19th question you bagged it in last week
1: oh, uh, yeah i i um i screwed just <laughs> screw. i almost screwed me that um that's how it
0: goes. But that's the nature of the game. But I think with this week, we will go with the caveat. I don't think you're allowed to ask any podcast-specific questions. Because right. obviously, yeah, it, it it niches the market a little bit down there. But yeah, we're going to go play Video Game 20 Questions, where Sonny and Richie are going to guess a Stadia game from the Stadia Games library. And uh, in 20 questions or less, so check that out there. If not, it'll be up on free feeds come next Friday. But thank you very much for tuning in to the Sounds of Stadia podcast, episode number 64. Uh, my name's been Chris. I've been Richie.
2: Thank you, guys. Appreciate
0: it. (laughs) We we should start giving people a heads up of how we do the outro as well, Richie. (laughs) We just hope that when we say our names, then you follow on from that, but yeah. Yeah. Thank you again to our very special guest, Sonny from Sunny Cloud Gaming. Uh, Massive, massive appreciate your time and energy today as well, and we'd definitely love to see you on the show again, but yeah, go check Sonny out if you haven't done this already, for all the live streams and content that he does over on his channel. Thank you very much. We've been Sounds of Stadia. Have a great week, everyone.